Well, well, welcome back to the after show. I'm still Alex. I am still Levi. After the show. After the show, the flame of Tar Volan. Tar Volan. I hate it. I yeah. hate it. It's, it's Tar Valen. Yeah, something. I always thought of Valen. I don't know. You don't have to say things out loud when you read, but Volan is annoying. That's like, I'm going to New York Hay. <laughs> like over and over no just like Moiraine I cannot I know there's an I in the name I'm not saying Moiraine yeah Moiraine it's awful I don't know <laughs> um, but the episode was not awful I no not I in the like... least I've been waiting for Aes Sedai yes. politics and we got some yes. Aes Sedai politics for like several episodes now I'm like the next one's gonna be the Aes Sedai politics <laughs> And bam, yeah, and God, Maureen and uh, Suwan's relationship changed everything. It's just, God, it's another example of how, like, they do justice to the tradition of Wheel of Time, and they also condense it and intensify it in a way that, like, you know, like, it's still true to the source material, but it's its own thing and works so well in this format. Yeah, kind of, I mean, uh, Game of Thrones did a similar thing where um, the, oh, gotten now i'm forgetting the character's name so it invalidates the point but th- they did a similar thing where they it was just like a background trait of a character like kind of you know like heavily implied he was gay and then they were just like we're flat out with it oh yeah the prince of or the knight of flowers i think that was the guy yeah yeah but yeah because yeah. so a little background of time uh maureen and swan definitely were uh, colluding but they were not lovers <laughs> and they were not close in the same way that we're seeing here but it's such a like easy like one two of like you know like punish in public like freaking the sheets kind of thing like, <laughs> you know, to just yeah to give her the troubles of working with your girlfriend who will not recognize you as the boss right like basically maureen <laughs> has the nuclear option like i can do whatever the fuck i want because like i am like having sex with i'm sleeping with the magic president yeah and things were you know more nuanced and harder to negotiate in the books but it gets the fucking job done oh yeah it does and, and it's it's great because like i've been saying like you know yes, in the background those totally. ladies shack up and now we see that yeah. We see that excellently. Yes. So, uh, going right to the best moments of the episode, I feel like we're going to both agree what the best fucking line was. Yes. Uh, right, on three. One, one two, two, three. three. Swan Sanchi. Oh. Okay. I, okay. Right. Mine was Swan Sanchi waits on one woman and it's not oh, you. Oh, fuck yeah. That is like number two. But for me, when Maureen says on your knees and yeah. turns around, it's like, oh, oh man. <laughs> So good. Both of those were just so excellent. Oh, so this good. was this was the Moraine show this episode. Yes. And it works. It works so, so hard. Yeah, she's such a good actress and man. Yeah. And you you can see her struggling as she like kind of keeps all the plates spinning yeah. to like kind of work mm-hmm. around the oh I can't lie. Oh, I have people watching for them. I will know when they arrive. Right? And also saying, <laughs> I cannot say, cannot or will not, and that you just silent. You know? Yep. It's like, yep. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> ah, so intense. Yeah. And mm. just uh, Moraine in general, just kind of having to having to speed run through the tower, just like being yeah. pissed short on time. Like, Leandrin, I don't have yep. time for your nonsense. I know about your secret boyfriend. Yep. The Reds will go and murder him. Yeah. So stay out of my way. Yeah, she's just like pulling the charm card, slapping it in your face. No time for this. I'm out. <laughs> I have the winning hand. I feel go like home. That's Moraine's mantra is I don't have time for this. Yeah. Remember, in, I think in episode two, she's like, whatever, Trollocs are chasing us. You guys want to come? Fine. I don't have time for this. <laughs> yep. I'm out. 
Like, Tarn Fairy? No, I don't have time for this. <laughs> yeah, and so much of the Wheel of Time is just very, like, it lingers. You oh, know, there's God. always threats, but, like, the there's almost... so much time for this. The Wheel has so much time for this, but <laughs> it's almost, at times, like, reading the books, it almost get, feels, like, kind of cozy, because, you know, there are these mm. world... Uh, like you know world shattering threats on the horizon but right. you know you're spending time you're getting to know this one village but here it's just like no bam 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 we yeah, don't have time moraine totally. has to keep us on the timetable and which is great it works yeah speaking of which i was really surprised that swan's suggestion of speed running uh actually can you give us an explanation of speed running for oh, those who are not sure sure uh so speed running is a gaming term it's basically when you beat a game very very quickly usually by exploiting glitches or something that's just not intended to be done an example there's one um a very bad game um where it's like you know it's a fantasy game you're a dude with swords and you can just the first thing you're supposed to do is go to town and talk to a guy well surprise <laughs> that guy is actually the final boss but they don't have the coding Whoa. off him where if he dies you win the game huh. so instead of talking to him you just like attack him and bait the entire town into ganging up on him because he's marked as hostile, wow. and they kill him for you, and you win the game in under a minute. Holy Whereas shit. Whereas normally the game takes 40 hours. Wow. So that's what speedrunning is. Okay. Yeah, so I was very shocked when Swan's like, oh, we should speedrun this shit, because I, I remember the ending of the Eye of the World being sort of cobbled together, book one, <laughs> and not really what I expected. And here I'm like, no, no, no. And then... Yep, that's what we're doing. <laughs> like, we all went to Tarvelin and we met back up, and that's all great, and Matt's healed. And now let's go kill the Dark One? And I totally yeah. get how, like, you gotta do that for season one to, like, sort of, like, you have the beginning and you need an ending that matches it. Yeah. And, I mean, there's no fucking way that they're actually doing it, but it'll be something epic. But I was just surprised, like, in episode six, that they're, like, I thought there'd be more politics, and then... Honestly, I don't I know what I thought, but this feels like <laughs> it feels like you're going to try to wrap this up next episode, and I believe we have a few more episodes after this. Yeah. So I think we got the perfect amount of politics, yeah. but I think it's very believable because you know there's this, and of course you're very familiar with this, Levi. Or I assume the concept of the dramatic question, yeah, um, in fiction. But just in case anyone's not, you know, that's kind of the central problem that has to be resolved so here you know how do we defeat the dark one how do we save the world mm -hmm. and so i feel like you you gotta like make the the attempt make take the run at him just to show yeah. how under equipped our cast is to address the dramatic question totally here. yeah and there'll be like some victory and some heavy cost and setback yeah. and then like season two will be a little bit more okay let's approach this in a structured way yeah and maybe Okay, I I mean, we're getting into, like, really far-off predictions of, like, end-of-season things. But true, true. I think we're going to find out who the dragon is. There's no way they can keep this going much longer. Yeah. Like, maybe another episode, but it's impossible to keep it going much more than that, I think. Yeah, it's, it's so cool how, like, they've, like, outright in this episode, like, whether it's man or woman, you know, it's Yeah, like, and then, you know, they said one dragon or five. Yeah, like totally. they hadn't raised that possibility before, and that made me go multiple oh. dragons, multiple headed cool. dragon. Yeah, the Hydra, the Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. So one of my other best moments was the Oathrod. Uh, oh yes, the Oathrod. To jump into Levi's tearjerker, there are four of them. I'll list them in order in case you're curious. But <laughs> this, this was, was this was my one tearjerker. Yeah. The Oathrod coming out. 
I love that. I got misty. So in the watch along, I said like, God, I feel like they're breaking up and getting married at the same time. I know. It very much felt like like a like a wedding vow right before, you know, uh, Maureen before, has to ride off to war. Yes, exactly. It's like, yeah, let's get married before you go to Vietnam kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, it's like so like intense and like, or like Braveheart, you know, like love right before night of like day of extreme danger do you believe love can bloom even on the battlefield (laughs) yeah totally yeah but and it was public at the same time so yes although she she like dropped her voice for a bit there and then got louder in the oh may the creator she did yeah she said some very specific and you know like very appreciative loving things about yes And, yeah, it was so awesome how she turned it around because Swan was like the Amarillan seat. And I was like, holy shit, this is going to come around to bite you. Oh, yes. And then she's like, Because <laughs> we've, we've Swan mentioned Sanche. before, there are, there are, there are other Amarillan seats. And, uh, yes, there are varying qualities. There are varying qualities. Yes, we should <laughs> leave it at that. I almost felt like that would be a um, rolls in his grave moment. Busting out the the oath rod for yeah. a punishment like that, like yeah, that's a little totally. like it's a cool way to introduce that part of the lore. Like yeah. you know, the oath rod is literally why the Aes Sedai are bound to the three oaths. But yeah, it felt like a kind of clunky way to bring it in at the same time. Yeah, and I don't think it's like we don't actually need that piece of world building. And in the series, they definitely in the book series, they definitely take swearing of oaths much more strongly and i feel like none of yes. them swear ever swear oaths on the oath rod because you already can't lie so if you tell yeah. an oath like yeah. you're really intending to keep it and they even go in into the books like there's this whole hierarchy of oaths like yeah. and the light and hope of my redemption oh, yeah. is like the highest possible yeah, one like the, the you break that one you're you're yeah, you're going fired out of the yeah, pattern yeah you're you're dying forever yeah. eternally and well, now that I say that, like Sanderson does have some fuckery when they're like searching out like the evil sisters, where they make each other swear extra oaths and stuff. Right. But like, yeah, Jordan wasn't quite that into magic system fuckery. <laughs> and definitely <laughs> no. not in Eye of the World. No, but no. Quite. Right when we were just getting started. Yeah, but yeah, I felt like those were really strong moments. I loved it when she refused her in the very beginning and like said, "Yeah, cannot versus will not." Um, and uh, <laughs> this ties into another background of time, uh, talking about um, masking the bond when Lan was going on oh, about that. Because yeah. that's yeah, the yeah. thing I said I can do. You know, oh, they, their warders can. Yes, that's why she did it. And Lan knew awesome. because Lan said, "Say hi to her for me." Oh, that's right. Yep. Fuck yes. Oh, okay. Lan awesome. knows. So wow. masking the bond, like, you know, a warder can feel what the Aes Sedai, his Aes Sedai is going through. Pleasure. Pleasure. So <laughs> Moraine was like, all right. Getting drunk is another it, one. Yeah, getting drunk is another one. Moraine was like, all right, I'm getting some tonight. Lan, you don't need to experience this. That's awesome. Yeah, because <laughs> I had no idea what he was saying. He said, give her my love. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Because there is He a- knows. There are a couple of scenes in the book where there's a warder bond and like somebody's getting it on and the warder's yep. like, God damn it. Or like a bunch of people are like that because there's multiple bonds. Yeah. Like, let's go have a drink or something. I can't handle this. And in the background, they're like, you know, feeling the orgasms of these people, which is like as sexually spicy as Jordan ever gets. Yeah. Yeah. But it's. It's a it's a weird, fun kind of sexually yeah, totally. spicy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very like unique. A... Like you bring this in, and you don't think about it until you're like, oh, 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 yeah. And like right. you know, that's actually very intimate knowledge. Think of the implications. You know, the, the greens. 
right. their multiple warders. Oh, uh, yeah. Think of the implications. Right, Alana and her two dudes who are yep. with each other and yep. also probably endure. Yep. Yeah, they got some they got some bondage. Oh yeah. Going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh well, since I mentioned it. I had four cry moments. We're starting ah, yes. a new episode of When Did Levi Cry? <laughs> the weep along of time. So we... <laughs> weep along of time. That's great. Just spun it out of my brain. Uh, first one was when Swan leaves her daddy-o. That was very sad. Mm-hmm. Got me the, the tear jerking, even if all the lighting in his face was 1970s for some reason. When Maureen <laughs> refuses Swan in the hall, that's just like so intense that it was like, not sad, but just like, oh, this is so intense, I gotta cry. Uh, Nynaeve and Egwene when they see each other again that uh, was very wonderful and then Moraine's Oath like we said yeah was just like those were tear jerking and I actually feel like four is on the lower side for me I feel like I was having some like six and seven tear jerk moments in the earlier episodes politics That's are like not as tear jerking to me uh, fair fair I don't know I just I always appreciate when politics is done like well or at yeah. least interestingly yeah. because I feel like um like, growing up, the best example I had was, like, the Star Wars prequels with the Galactic mm, Senate, and those are yeah. all awful. Yes, very awful. Yeah. So it's this childhood trauma where I'm like, <laughs> ah, competent politics, thank you! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Because it's very, very much been a uh, point of interest for me for most of my life. Mm-hmm. But in fiction, sometimes it can be real boring, and oh, real politics man. is sometimes real boring, which well, is fair. Yeah, as a writer, like, in book one of the tide collar chronicles daughter of flood and fury there's like three or four chapters where it's just politics and you write it and you're just like the whole time you're like god is this so boring like (laughs) i need this for the context and for the characters to make sense and for like the like the big plot thing to happen but like they're just fucking sitting around and talking and like threatening without fighting. Well, now you know. You just need a secret lesbian relationship totally. between two ah, of the people at the bargaining that was table. The key I was missing. <laughs> the secret lesbian really. I totally have like my version of Aes Sedai actually that could be having. Okay, all right, maybe it's missed opportunities. No, I've, got, I've got sequels to write. It's getting all right, in there. all right. It's getting in there. Uh, before we ramble on a oh. Oh, yes, that was all the weep along of time. Uh, did you have your, your three words? Or My three, three words, words to sum up the episode. Uh, I think yours are better, so I'm just going to apologize. I straight up <laughs> stole them from you. You said them during the watch along. Moraine's on fire. Ah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. she was fucking on fire. Like, this is uh, just Moraine crushing it. <laughs> and, okay, for me personally, during watch along, also, I don't know why, but when she took the evil out of Matt's dagger, she was just, like, super hot in that moment. Much more so than the bath scene, where she wasn't wearing clothes. I I don't know why, but... I don't pretend to understand that. I respect it. The ways of attraction are mysterious (laughs) and and wonderful. It's true. It's true. But, I mean, you know, it's her being powerful. You know, I respect a lady who could break me And all that creepy black shit on her face. It was so hot. All right, Levi. All right. Uh, my three words were very similar. Uh, secret Agent Moraine, because this is all just uh, okay. Moraine playing nice. spy master and yeah, political, totally. well, queen maker, because Aya Sedai. Totally. But that's yeah. fantastic. Like we said, I've been waiting for Aya Sedai politics, and this delivers. Yeah, and it's just so cool like to see her like competent in her element, because like, yes. she's like really comfortable being a blue out in the world. But to see her go home and like crush all the like all of her opponents and like have this you know secret into the Omerlin, it's just like 
Yeah. Yeah. This is our hero. Moraine is our hero. Yeah. Whoever is the dragon, like, at least it's going to be really interesting to see if they can carry that through in further seasons. But at least in season one, she is the hero win hero, whatever. And, uh, yeah, it's just cool to see her so good at what she does. Yeah, because it's very much kind of been um, an informed attribute up till now. Just like, oh, you blues are so sneaky with your secrets. are yeah. Here, like, she's using those secrets. She's using every card in her hand. She's keeping secrets from the head of her Aja. Yeah, totally. It's phenomenal. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, so good. <laughs> and also just Swan, just not suffering fools, just, ha- just having no time, even more so than Moraine. Yeah, not having time for idiots. <laughs> totally, and that is totally her character. Except for Moraine, because Moraine is her idiot. Moraine can tell her to get on her knees. <laughs> yes, yes, she can. We saw it. Oh man, um, I'm gonna call out Leandrin as being pretty punchable this episode. Yeah, we she's used pretty to punchable. Have the Rand's most punchable moments, and now I feel like we just have to call out the punchable person. It's Leandrin in this one. She just like uh, such a vindictive bitch. I, it's true, but I love that for her. I, I love seeing that. It's, I love that she has a male lover. That's awesome. Like, yeah. That's the kind of irony that I like and that just feels true to life. And I don't disrespect her for it at all. It's just cool that, like, you know, Reds are kind of known as, like, dude haters, but she yeah. is a dude lover. Yeah. Secretly. Fair. I, I still think I have to give it to Rand to being the most punchable. Like, okay. When you you know, you Mar- Moraine, and, Moraine and Lan coming into, like, help Matt and he like pulls a sword oh yeah and then is like oh you're welcome when I yeah. in the watch along I yelled like you have not earned that that's true and he hasn't Lan is such a badass like Rand draws his heron blade sword Lan's like I'm not pulling a blade on you. I, <laughs> I don't got this. need it. Like, oh, you're coming at me? Okay, slap, bang, bang. Okay. You're disarmed. You're, you're down on the bed. <laughs> yep. So awesome. Uh, um, did you have any moments of Robert Jordan rolling in his grave? Uh, I think the only one I would have is just uh, busting out the oath rod for yeah. uh, the punishment, quote-unquote totally. punishment, which is... I wonder how much the other Aes Sedai realize is really not a punishment. I feel right. like probably most of them, since Moraine has not been back. But Yeah, you know, I actually think they could have done this better if they had given us context for what exile means for the True. sisters. Because, like... You know, excommunication in the Catholic Church, big deal. Like, exile from a place you don't want to be anyway, which is kind of what everybody knows about Moraine. <laughs> that's not much of a price. Yeah. So, like, they turn their back on him. We're like, ooh, that seems bad. But we don't actually know, like, does this mean shit or not? Like, they yeah, could have I mean, they shown didn't... someone exiled before or talked about it. They didn't make her hand over her ring or right? anything like that. So she's yeah. still she's able still to go sister. out in the world and, like exercise her authority obviously can still channel and so one can call her back whenever she wants so right. i don't know it just feels like actually that was like publicly flimsy instead of like privately flimsy yeah it was yeah. i i feel like the oath rod was the only thing making that like publicly powerful but anyway i talked about that some did yeah. you have any rolling in the grave moments um excuse me i think that well, like we said, it's just kind of a blunt object to achieve the same thing. But Moraine and Swan having a relationship is a pretty big retcon. And I think Robert Jordan, I don't know actually how he felt about like uh, same sex relationships because there is some like there is some hint of it in there. And but I think not that aspect, but just the like way that that changes their relationship and the politics and how the Blue Aja is functioning, I think he would not be down. Or he'd roll in his grave. 
I feel like he would be fine with it for mm. something. Um, well, I mean, maybe San Chan. It's a TV show. San Chan. Okay, like, San Chan. I always San say, Chan. but yes. Okay, fair. Just their whole system. Those ladies. Oh God, I don't remember that. Okay, like, fair. Their I... system is. Ugh, that's that's something that'll be coming probably multiple seasons. If we from get now, that so. many seasons, <laughs> I I will probably have to tell you after we Honestly, turn the mics off. I'm going to say they're coming in episode Just, two or in season two, but that I would be astonished. But suffice it to say, uh, Robert Jordan, um, he, uh, he 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 likes some power dynamics among his uh, ladies that like ladies. It's true. Yeah, he does like. Well, he just likes power dynamics among his ladies. They're all strong. Yes, in they're a very all similar strong. fashion. Very but strong. But the question is, who's the strongest? And, yeah. Okay. It gets annoying because you only have so many ideas, and when every book is a thousand pages, you return to the ideas a few times. <laughs> he, you know, a, a timer eighteen. To their credit, not once so far in this season has. Rand, Matt, or Perrin said, Oh, I just wish I knew Perrin is so good with the girls. I just wish I knew Matt's so good. Yes. Rand's so good. I just wish. Uh, it's an awful, awful refrain after the 10th or 11th time. And yeah. It keeps going it's just right a, up until Sanderson. It just becomes bits that the characters do. Yeah. Uh, aside from Rand being punchable, I don't know that I can pick out any real bits so far. Yeah. I like um, that. Did you have any backgrounds of time? Um, I kind of already talked about masking the yeah. bond. Um, I did have also the steading. Yeah. Um, this is a part of the books that I don't remember super well, so mm. maybe you can fill in the gaps here a little mm. more. But in brief, the steading is just um, where the builders or the Ogier live, mm -hmm. like Loyal. And or used to live. Some of them are or abandoned. Or used to live, yes. Some are abandoned. And like I think the one power works one slightly power differently there. does not work. Does not work. Okay. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, yeah, that's about all I remember from them. But that's just yeah. in base in brief terms. That's what that is. And that's I remember the ways being mostly at places that are steadings or used to be steading. Although no, I think they also built them like in the Ogier built cities. Like um, yeah, Kerhine is one of those two. It has like a ways, even though like people have forgotten about them entirely. The ways were pretty different in the books. Like they. Are a beautifully carved door and there's a particular leaf that you pluck off to open them it does not require the one power at all mm. that's kind of a big retcon because ogier couldn't use their own ways if they needed the one power to do right it. so i get how like you know the short... i wonder if they'll justify that yeah next I don't episode know. yeah maybe they will or maybe they'll say that there's another way to do it or something but it's uh i can see why they just kind of need to cut the chase in this in the show but that is that is a definitely yeah. change. Also, you know, just for the sake of visual presentation, it's cooler to have, you know, Moraine do big magic thing and then yes. there's a weird glowy door rather than like pick Here's leaf. a leaf. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Although the leaf like I think flutters in the wind and shit, or like the whole door comes alive when they do it. It was it was visually cool. Yeah. I yeah, and I mean, you know, it does make a lot of sense because it's Ogier constructed, so they wouldn't be able to use it. Because... Ogier, no, 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 no channeling. No channeling. No channeling. But it would be very cool. Uh, we don't have a section for this, but I had the thought when Maureen is talking to, like, what I assume is the, is the, oh God, what do they call it? The seat or something? Like the head of the Blue Aja? Yeah, I know the Greens have a special name. They call, like, the, like, the Captain. Battle Com Master. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Captain Commander or something. Yeah. Well, 
Anyways, when she's talking to Scottish lady in the baths. <laughs> Scottish lady. When I first saw Scottish lady and again in the baths, I was like, is the show going to go so far as to address trans issues in this gender divided world and magic divided world? Because she struck me as kind of trans. And I'm like, what does that mean? Because like, okay, so male channelers, you're blowing my goddamn mind here. Just gonna hunt you across the world. But if you identify as female, can you then access the female version of the source and avoid the taint? Or are you still channeling the male source? It is such an interesting huh. place that Jordan obviously never goes. But yeah, the show being like a product of the 2020s, I feel like could go there. They could go there. Very easily. It would be very interesting to look into it and reimagine the Wheel of Time setting. Yeah, that was a gender thing that's so real and just was, you know, under the rug in the 90s. Yeah, that's that. that, Yeah, that would be fascinating. And I almost wonder, like, you know, if they do make one of the girls the Dragon Reborn. Mm, Interesting. Would there be, I mean, you know, it's a reincarnation thing rather than a trans thing but would the girls from like if in a past life they were the dragon Mm -hmm. who's usually male like Mm -hmm. be able to do male channeling as well as the female channeling they're able to do now right yeah hmm it's interesting because there is the other bullshit channeling that like sanderson makes them able to do yeah in gathering storm yeah hopefully we don't get into that for a while because that that is not one of the parts of the books i like agreed uh (laughs) And that's enough said about that. Yeah, background of time that they did well and quickly is just like, you know, they've been so good about just giving us one Aja at a time. And this this episode was like, they confirmed that blues are the spies and that yellows are the healers. Yellows are the healers. And just like... And the whites are just there. The whites do not need to be mentioned because they are ineffectual. They are ineffectual and (laughs) you can forget they exist for entire books at a time. And maybe one white sister will show up and you'll be like, oh, She's logical, I guess. The whites exist. And then she recedes back into the background. Yes, they are very much the background of time. They are literally the background. They are the of background time. of Aja's. They are. They are. <laughs> they're the white bread of Tarvalon. Okay, nice, nice. <laughs> vanilla. Yep. Uh, I mean, I like vanilla. But uh, predictions. Any I did comments? have one more thing I mm-hmm. wanted to bring up. Uh, Logan mentioned his army. Uh, Where's Logan's army? What happened to Lo- <laughs> Logan's army? Okay, you For that matter, to bring up ha- resentment. I know! I want to bring up... There's two armies you that know, have just vanished! Armies just disappear in the TV series sometimes. It's an unavoidable cost of... It's stupid! <laughs> Do something with that! Come on! <sighs> okay, now that you've heard your grievances... Yes. Predictions for next time. Um... I am calling their bluff on Matt not joining them. I cannot see where the fuck they would go with him being stuck in Tarvalen. Other than that, he gets the knife, but I don't see how they're going to connect in the end. Because he's not going to be in trouble the way, so he's not going to be able to get to the eye on the world in time Mm. for the rest of this shit. Like, I Mm -hmm. just... I don't think that they would split apart their plot lines after just having brought them together. Like, this is the first time since episode one that all five have been together. True. I think that this is a bullshit like who is behind the door and turn the chapter turn the page next chapter oh it was just my friend and then like on with the story do you really think they just last Jedi us I don't I feel like they do have more integrity than that I just like can't imagine where they're going with Matt not getting in 
See, so. my prediction is um, they are going to leave Matt outside the door. Mm. And I think, uh, I think that has to happen. He has to get the knife again mm. because of his stuff. Like, we have a mm. hint of stuff from yeah. about every main character, except from Rand, who just sucks. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, like, Matt's... Oh, that's suspicious. Right? Isn't it, though? sucks. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Matt has a lot more stuff with that knife and, like, kind of the fallout from it in the books, from what mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, So totally I does. think he has to relapse mm. on the evil magic drug mm. that is the knife. Yeah, I mean, they're clear to say, like, if he touches again, it might be all done. And I love the line about how it's feeding on the darkness in him. Yes. That's cool, for sure. Which is cool. Yeah, okay. I just don't think, I think that they're going to end the season then without those two reconnecting. I can't see how they're going to get back together and, like, finding a resolution to Matt's story. I think that he's just going to become, like, seed for season two that doesn't really resolve here, is not in the last battle, etc. Yeah, perhaps. And uh, there's a lot of... Matt is often kind of just doing his own thing in a mm-hmm. lot of the books. Like, yeah, Matt true. is just kind of off having the, the Matt show. Band of the Red Hand. Band of the Red Hand. Yep. All that stuff. Yep. Uh, sleeping with that one noble lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, multiple noble ladies, actually, yeah. come to think of it. He knocks down the noble ladies. He really does. He really does. Uh, but uh, All three of the boys do. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but most of them one at a time. Most of most of them one at a time. Yes, God, uh, it sounds so much spicier than it is when we talk about eh, it. Like this. It really does. It really we does. Do Summarize fifteen thousand pages. <laughs> you know, like if it takes a hundred pages to get to any kind of sex stuff. Yeah, and, you know, and the it's... series is holding true to it because I apparently we got the nudity at like six Woo! episodes in. There was a bath scene, and in the background there was some boobs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Right. And there was a there was a fade to black with uh, with the ladies. Ah, uh, there was very much a fade to black, and then they were wearing different clothes. I'm like, wait, you d- you banged, and then you put on these weird clothes instead yeah, of your other clothes. I guess this whatever. This is like but... our post bang clothes right here. <laughs> I I think that uh, Matt is not going to be inside the ways, and we are going to get nothing from him mm. next episode. Yeah, the episode after Matt will be like, it'll he'll be. It'll, like, sh- show him watching the door closing. He's like, all right. And then he goes off to do mm-hmm. mad things. I could see him actually being, like, the the point of view character to show us what's going down with important shit that's happening in Tarvalon. Oh, Like, he gets sure. drawn back into it. He's got to go back to the tower to get the knife. And maybe we'll see, like, some plot forces against Swan or something. Or you Yeah, because there was mention that... of, like, Leandrin having, like, a faction. Yeah. In the White Tower, like, to mm. maybe become the Amarlin Seed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to see where they go with it. Again, they're, like, departing from the book's plot, and that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I have a prediction that I don't think is exactly for next time, but I do think they're going to use Moraine's oath against her somehow. Like, her and Swan are going to have a falling out, and Swan's going to say, like, you have to return. And she's going to have to do it because of the oath rod. I think that it didn't feel like much of a cost here, but I do think they're going to use it to be a real cost later on. Or, like it's going to fuck shit up. Or what if... What if... Because, you know, they've shown they can depart from the books. What if we get Matt as our POV character as he's going to get back the knife, okay. and while he's doing that, he manages to, he manages to be... to, like, 
just pull a total Forrest Gump and witness the deposing of Swan. Okay. And then they attempt to well, use the is, oath. Well, uh, the name which shall not be mentioned that weaves the pattern around him. Yeah, yeah. So it would be on brand. Um, yes. God, Tavirin. Uh, but after, you know, you know, maybe Leandrin becomes the new seat and she's like, all right, now I will call Moraine back because, you know, mm. part of like swearing to Swan was part of when Moraine started to drop her voice. And, you know, Swan said, swear, you will swear mm-hmm. to the Amarillin seat. seat. So they might Swan. think like, Oh, well, she's sworn to the Amarillin Seat, and the Amarillin Seat's now oh, me. Okay. It's time to call her back with her silly two and village people, work. and it doesn't work. And then, you know what would happen? This is a little bit of spoilers for y'all, but they would think she's Black Aja. Ooh! Oh, that could get spicy. Hot Ooh. damn. Okay. Okay. I just mentioned there's a thing called Black Aja. Don't we mentioned worry about it before. It. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, don't worry about it. Okay, so we've gone a little longer than usual. Let's hit some quick other wheels sure. and get on to the Watch Along of Time episode 7. Yes. Um, so other wheels for me, I think I mentioned it last time. Did I mention a ridiculous like uh, future Chinese Asian inspired fantasy I was reading? Yes, but I don't remember if that was during the after okay. show or when we, we had turned the mics well, off. Well, anyway, yeah, I jumped into a deep, dark hole of, well, not dark, <laughs> but of uh, Asian-inspired fantasy written by female Asian authors because uh, after the Greenbone Saga by Fonda Lee, I just needed more. <laughs> and I found Iron Widow by Jiron J. Zhao, and it's fucking cool. So that's my other wheel's turn. <laughs> I don't know that... Other than like there being really strong gender divisions, I don't know that it's that Wheel of Time-esque, but uh, it's a lot of fun. Fair. And a very good bounce-back relationship after uh, the morning that is being done with amazing saga like uh, the Greenbelt Saga. <laughs> Fair. Uh, my other wheel's turn is um, the newest expansion to Final Fantasy XIV, which is mm. an MMO. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've at least heard of World of Warcraft. That's what MMOs are. Right. Called Endwalker. And... Uh, mm. Final Fantasy XIV is unique in that it has it has a story and it's actually a very good one. This one pulls together mm. like background lore and story from almost every Final nice. Fantasy that's been released wow. and the 12 years the game has yeah. been running across multiple expansions, multiple writers and ties it all together into such a way where it almost feels like the game should be like over. Like damn. You know, this show does not hit me too much with the tears, but yeah. playing through hmm. Endwalker got me hmm. at least like five times crying because it's like oh god that is paying off from so long ago the weep along of final fantasy yeah the weep along of final fantasy so it has a lot of there's a it gets to a very like cosmic scope and big lore and if you like those things it's also just a really good game also free to play through the first uh, expansion to level 60 which has become a meme it's a cool game <laughs> okay, now that we're getting uh, funding from Squaresoft, <laughs> Square Enix now. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, this has been the after show of time. I hope that you enjoyed us geeking out on this episode. There was lots to say, so much to say. Such yes. a great episode. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, we reference the watch along of time, and that is a thing that we do. But the episodes are so long that they're available only on YouTube in audio yes. only. But you can hop over to Watch Along of Time on youtube we Uh, also have uh us here the after show over there if you'd rather just see a podcast in video form yeah even though there's no real video we just have a logo but you can just see our podcast our voices are still there 
our beautiful, beautiful voices. Yes, yeah, such so, as yeah, they are. There is a link to the YouTube channel in the show notes, so you can find it with a simple click if you'd like to hear me actually weeping, although I'm generally pretty quiet about it. But I did note the <laughs> I don't even realize it half time. the time. Yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm a quiet weeper. Ugly but quiet. One of well, my strengths. We have kept this going quite long enough, and uh, this is not an ending, but it is an ending. Yeah, something like that. Until <laughs> next time. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Yes. <laughs>